This is Moments with Foo with James Foo Torres, better known as Foo, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and relevant people on the planet, hear their stories, and get the most important business lessons they have learned on their road to success, and get exclusive advice on how to implement their success into your life and business. Moments with Foo is brought to you by the Strategic Advisor Board and your host, Foo. Hi, and welcome to Moments with Foo. I'm your host, James Futorres, but you can call me Foo, hence the name of the podcast. And today I have a very special person that it's a client of mine and someone that we're building a, a relationship and he's doing very similar things in sales. So uh, today I have Mark Talukdar, where he is the CEO of MTC Ed, which focuses on business strategy and ethical sales. So I'm going to let him tell you more about that. But first, Mark, how are you? I am doing fantastic. How are you doing? Doing super great. I, I did another podcast episode with a nine-figure entrepreneur earlier. Like, God, I'm, I'm feeling the energy shifting uh, for momentum. We're getting out of summer. So feeling great. Feeling great. Wonderful. Good to hear, buddy. <laughs> uh, so let's start by... Giving the audience a quick introduction of uh, who you are, what you do, and why. Sure. I'm the founder CEO of MTC Edge. A lot of people ask, what does that stand for? So my name is Mark Talukdar. So it stands for Mark Talukdar Coaching and Education, where we focus on business strategy and ethical sales. Um, my career and the path that has led me here is long and interesting. I started out in tech. I have a bachelor's in computer science, a bachelor's also in mathematics, a master's in information systems. Um, I also have a Lean Six Sigma certification. I was a technical consultant uh, in my previous life, right? Um, I've always wanted to be a consultant. I'd always seen myself as solving complex technical problems. When I graduated from college and I started my consultancy firm, that was the very first time I realized in my life that while I had the technical knowledge, I didn't know anything about business, especially sales, right? And it's that moment when I literally fell on my face. You know, I didn't know how to sell. I didn't know how to market myself. And I just felt very lost. So I took a couple of years off. I learned how to sell right. I didn't want to be, I wanted to be good in sales, but I also didn't want to be one of those, quote, sleazy salespeople, right? Because uh, you hear about them and that's all you see them on television. So I learned how to do sales right. I came back into technology and I was a very successful consultant living in New York City, um, uh, closing multi-millions of dollars worth of deals, doing amazing work. But, you know, something still felt missing. It, something felt like something was it, it was missing. And I, I realized that the transformation that I'd made in my life, where I had gone from someone who was introverted, not good with people, not knowing anything about selling, and then becoming this version of me, that was good at doing business, I realized that many people out there who are struggling like that, right? Um, in this entrepreneurial economy, you know, there's so many people with so many talents. They have amazing products, but they literally have no idea either how to generate leads or how to have a proper sales conversation. So that was sort of the pivoting moment for me when I realized that this was really my calling in life. And I started my business part-time, um, then I went into full-time and a couple of years later, here's where I am. Awesome. Great, great story. Thanks for giving us the background because we all 
you know, in the entrepreneurial world, there's so many options, right? There's an infinite number of ways to make money. So when you go to pick one, yeah, there's opportunity and, and different things, factors and what's happening in the economy, but they also have to find something that you're passionate about that, that people can relate to and, and your story uh, of, you know, coming from like, oh yeah, I'm going to go, I want to be a consultant, but oh, I don't know how to sell. And then, oh, I got I to gotta make sure that I can do that. And I can relate uh, on that. And, you know, we've talked about this it, because when I was starting my entrepreneurial journey, um, I was thinking, well, I'm a social person. I talk to everybody. Like, why wouldn't be able to sell to people if I have something good? Like, it, it's, it, it, it was easy in my mind. And I started having conversations and... It, it, and then I realized, oh, this is not just a normal conversation. Like there is, there's so much into it that you have to like learn so you can be aware of what's happening and you can react without, without having to be salesy or anything, just so you know, okay, is it trust or is it the money or, you know, different things. So you can come in with, with integrity and, and, and just look to help. So I, 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 I don't consider myself a great salesman per se, but I've been able to close like 4K deals and stuff bit like that because I I just lead with that value and in, in, in that ethical sales uh, tactics really like is, look, I just want to provide value. Let's talk about it. And that's it. So can relate. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And, and, you know, this thing that you brought up, which is such a good point, you talked about, you know, at the beginning of almost every business, the entrepreneur things, Okay, well, I'm I'm a social person. I'm a friendly person. I can do this, right? And there is beauty and naivety both combined in this, right? And I talk about this in detail in my program. I have a program called the Authentic Sales Accelerator Program, where I show two pictures side by side. On left, I show a picture of a family out on a walk. You know, grandpa, grandma, you know, the kids, the family, the dog, they're all walking casually. And on the right-hand side, I show a picture of a model walking on a runway, okay? And I say to my students that, look, both these pictures are showing people walking, okay? But the model has a specific purpose, and they have to walk a certain way to be able to be, for it to be qualified as a professional walk, right? In the same way, when we are living our regular lives, we are talking, right? So we think that we can just pick up the phone and now just convert that into selling. But it's a completely different thing. That family that's out on a walk, stroll, if I put them on a, a runway walk, they have no idea what to do, right? And, and the same way when we become an entrepreneur in the very beginning journey, when we just get on the phone or we get on a Zoom call, we just expect ourselves to be good. But the fact of the matter is we haven't spent a day learning how to do this. Right. But I think that's where everybody's journey begins. And then people get better from there. I completely agree. And uh, a point that I want to make is uh, something that I, I really like about sales and, and learning about it. It's it's a skill that is useful for everything in life, because even if it's you trying to propose going to a place to somebody, to your friends and stuff like that sales, when you know sales. You can communicate better in real life too, like outside of sales. I, I've, I've learned, I love talking. I love talking and I always like want to talk and speak my mind. But now that I've been doing this for over two years, uh, 
I try to be like, okay, how can I say the least amount of words, but say the most amount of, you know, value or, or whatever I want to communicate. And, and, and I feel like it has helped me tremendously, even in my social life, even in my relationship, how to uh, talk to my girlfriend and, and, and all that, everything. So sales is one of the most important skills, if not the most important, because you are an entrepreneur or not, if you, even if you want to sell yourself to a job, you still need to have that sales tactic. So that's what I wanted to add on that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Love it. At the end of the day, the way I look at sales is that it's really understanding human beings and human behavior. No. Why do we do the things we do? And why do we not do the things that we don't do? It's the psychology, right? Um, if I have $100 in my pocket and you're selling something that's worth $5 and I can afford it, right? And it's also something that I might need. Well, why didn't I buy it from you? What was the reason? You know, was it just what you said? Was it the product? What was it? And it's about understanding why human beings make decisions the way they make. And once you really get to the core of it, you start becoming very good at it. So, yeah, I love it. This, yeah, this, you hit the, the nail right in the head. Like, it, it, it's, it's psychology. That's why uh, in college, I took out a psychology class because I always wanted to know about that. And by that time, I wasn't being like, uh, I didn't even have like entrepreneur journey per se. I, I kind of, I had it, I had the bug. I just haven't started it and I didn't know. And I was studying engineering too. So I was kind of, you know, focusing on that. But, you know, uh, on that note, let's uh, let's go and talk about some tips or or advice that you would like to give to the audience, either people that are just business owners or people that would like to do what you do. Yeah, I mean, the biggest piece of advice that I can give business owners, it's broad, but um, it's really taking the time to understand who your niche market is. And understanding why they buy something and why they don't buy something, right? You have to start from there. I think um, a lot of times we don't take the time to understand the details and we just throw a bunch of things at the wall and we just figure it out on the spot, right? And you can make money that way. Absolutely. You can make some money that way. You know, it's just like if you went out and asked out 100 girls, somebody's going to say yes, yes. Right. It's just a numbers game at some point. But, um, you, you know, you are not really understanding what caused that person to say yes. So see, a lot of entrepreneurs just throw a lot of things on the wall and see what sticks. They put a lot of money in ads, right? Lead after lead after lead after lead, just keep burning through them. But nev they never really did the groundwork of understanding their customers truly. So it becomes very difficult to scale. You can make a little bit of money. You know, maybe even $100,000, maybe you can get even a little bit above $100,000. But after that, it's going to very be, become very difficult for you to scale because as your marketing expands, your copy, your ads, your videos, your social media, it's all going to be a reflection of your understanding of the ideal client. So if that is missing, it becomes very challenging. Definitely. Uh, and that's something that it's it becomes a little hard for me, especially... In the beginning, it's like doing PR. So it's like, I can serve everybody. <laughs> and, and and finding uh, like what resonates with you the most or what do you want to do and and how like you can serve them better. And, and for me, at first I was like, okay, I'm just starting out what I'm going to do. I'm just going to have a bunch of conversations and I'm just then going to pick a niche because 
I just didn't even know who to pick. I started with realtors, financial advisors, and then started like shifting to more like agency owners, uh, coaches and consultants. That's kind of where I what I stayed and specifically more in like the consultant and agency owners side of things. And then sorry, prioritizing things that I want to learn too. So I want to be ahead of everything that has happening in fintech and just in tech in general. I aim for clients that are in the tech space. Uh, then I love like growing my company. I want to, I'm building an infinitely scalable system because I have very high ambitions uh, with my with my PR firm. So I like talking with people that are in the business development, business strategy side of things. And that's why I have clients in there. And, and then there's like the, the, also like the referrals part that it's like, well, if I can help you and you get my referral, obviously I'm not going to say no, especially if I see the fit. But where it's very important to be careful is when you're like having your messaging out. You don't want to confuse people. You want people to identify with you and your brand. Like they want to be like, oh, damn, like he's talking to me. You know, like that person's talking to me. And and I, okay, I, I want to listen now, right? Like, it, and that's that's uh, my my two cents on, on this. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the power of the internet, uh, it's, it's, it's an amazing blessing, but it's also a curse, right? Because immediately when you go in business, you are competing with thousands of other people who are doing exactly the same thing you are, right? Unless you're like Elon Musk, who's trying to send a spaceship to Mars, most of us have businesses where other people are doing the same. And if you think from the perspective of a customer, it becomes very confusing. Person A is selling this thing, person B is selling this thing. They have similar features, they have similar products, they have similar services, they have similar price ranges. Who do I go with, right? So, and now, instead of just two choices, make it 200, make it 2000. The customer is completely overwhelmed. This is what I mean when I talk about the power of understanding human behavior, the power of understanding psychology, power of understanding why do people make the decisions they make, and then comes in your conversational skills to be able to show value in yourself. Right. So like you said, you know, it's, it starts with understanding, um, you know, who the ideal client is and really digging deep. You know, these days, especially in coaching, these types of what we're talking about is sort of become a cliche, right? Everybody's saying, oh, I understand the customer and this and that. But um, when I talk to most people who, have, who, who do have a concept of this, and when I work with them, when I work with my clients, sit down and we dive deep, it's very apparent that it's very surface level, right? And that's why they're losing out on deals. So um, I think it's pivotal. And, and I love it that, you know, you mentioned you did this in your business and it makes sense, right? That's why you're successful. Exactly. And another thing is using that, like identifying your deal client avatar and all these uh, things that you mentioned, using that, what I what I would like to add is what I use is to build strong and genuine relationships, personal relationships, because like if, like you said, like we have so many options, who do I go with? Oh, I'm going to be talking with this person all the time. Like I better, better have a good relationship with it. So that's why I think like, you know, we kind of like, uh, we have a very like similar, like take on, on the sales, you know, the ethical sales and everything. And I think that's why, you know, we, this, this worked uh, in the beginning, even though we didn't know each other like that well, but I, since the beginning, I was just trying to lead with value and I was very open with you and everything. It's like, look, I want you to know, like, and trust me first, forget about the business, forget about that. 
no no one like me like if you can trust me then like if the numbers make sense then we're good right and that's literally what we did and that's what i've done with literally everybody like i don't have this like perfect uh like sales funnel steps and everything super robotic it's more like let's have a conversation let's get to know each other let's build trust and after there's trust then we can start about talking about business because if you don't trust i can tell you i have the cure of cancer and they're like, oh, my God, we can make something big with this. But if you don't even trust me, then, you know, you, you won't won't take me even if it's the best thing because words are just words. And, and that's why the trust is very important. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, now I want to ask you about do you have a, any specific challenge could be in the beginning uh, or could be recent uh, that that taught you something important that you would like to share with the audience? I think the biggest challenge in sales is handling rejection, right? And you have to develop, a, obviously, a certain skill set, but also a mindset. Both of these I teach in my program, Sorry. right? It's 50% skill set, 50% mindset. And it's easier said than done. Because in the beginning of your entrepreneurial journey, you're going to be like, leads, 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 give me some leads. Right, that's your biggest problem. You're looking for tactics. You're watching YouTube video. You're doing all these things just to learn how to, you know, close someone, right? And obviously, you realize that's not it, right? There has to there are other things. There is no trick. There is no hack. But then now you get on a call with someone, and for some reason they didn't buy from you, and then the second person didn't buy from you, and the third person didn't buy for you. Now all of a sudden you start doubting yourself. You start to start doubting yourself. You start doubting your product. You start doubting your offering. You start wondering if you're good enough, right? So we are human beings. We are not robots, right? But when we think of things logically, we almost become robotic. Oh, step one, I'm going to do this. And then step two, I'm going to do this. And if it's no results, I will go back and I'll try again. That's all well said and done, right? But in reality, it doesn't work out that way. So in my sales journey, um, coming from my background, who knew nothing about sales and marketing, I really struggled with that. I really struggled with that. And I didn't have uh, you know, a mentor. I kind of had to figure it out on my own and develop certain methods um, that are unique to me, which I teach in my program, that really allows my students to now get past that, right? How to be able to gamify this process and not take it personally, right? I always give this example that, you know, I could be the best surgeon in the world, okay? Uh, and my I could have the steadiest hands there is. But if I had to do a surgery on my son, if I had to cut, cut him open, my hands are going to shake. Why? Because I have so much emotions associated with it, right? So while becoming emotional and having emotions is what makes us human, right? But our ability to channel it a certain way also sometimes depends on us being successful or not. So um, I think every entrepreneur, no matter what part of the journey they are in, whether they're just beginning, uh, whether they have been in a couple of years, I find themselves struggling with this a lot. Um, And I really focus on this aspect as well to be able to help them overcome that. That that was great value, great value for artists. I completely agree uh, with all that. And one thing that I would add based on like what I listened from you was that uh, like the emotion part, right? Like that was like the biggest, this biggest point for me. And uh, I, I feel like there has to be a balance on 
you have to care to to have to be an ethical salesman but then you have to have the balance of between like don't care too much and in a way in the sense that don't take it like, oh if i don't get this deal i'm gonna die like oh i'm just gonna go broke or whatever don't don't and i know like most you know most entrepreneurs especially starting out and like it it, it is hard to like damn like I'm, i i i wanna i wanna get this deal just so i can i can have some money to do some stuff and whatever especially in the beginning because you have limited resources but like it's also it's all about mindset so if you have this abundance mentality you lead with value and you just look you do your best if it didn't go your way that's fine like that maybe wasn't meant to be right now could be later or maybe it was just not a great client who knows but just have look at the glass half full and be like this probably for the best. I don't know why. And you don't have to know why necessarily, but just take it as like, just be be passionate about what you do and care and be ethical. But at the same time, like desensitize you, like you're not going to die. You're going to figure it out. And, and this is something like coming from experience, right? Like to a little bit over two years in, so you can, you know, my first two years, you know, like it, it, it's, it's a struggle. It's, it's someone with no background, second language, all that stuff, you know, uh, it, but I still, if I can make it work, that's, that's why I, I love having my platform and everything. If I can make it work in my second language, you can relate to that too. And with not having no background on sales, being like, oh, we can talk to people and then not, oh, we have knowledge. Like we, that's why we have similar backgrounds and everything. And in coming to like a country that there's not ours, like with color, all that, this all, in like I can keep mentioning challenges, uh, challenges, and we still did it. You know, we're doing it, and and, and that's why like I want to encourage the audience and anybody either you're starting out or not, like just you figure it out. Doesn't matter where where you're at, and just have emotion, but just don't don't sabotage yourself with that. That's all I'm gonna say with that. <laughs> Very well said. <laughs> uh, so. Now let's uh, talk about what do you think are the biggest takeaways of this conversation? I think we, you know, you mentioned a lot of things about mindset, which I completely agree with, right? The mind, you, you know, thoughts precede our actions, right? And uh, I'm a very firm, because of my background as well, I'm a very firm believer in having a solid action plan before you jump in the water, right? There are a lot of coaches who teach you to jump in the water and teach you how to swim. And sometimes that's fine, right? But um, that's way more scary, and most people don't make it, right? So thoughts precede actions, and mindset precedes skill set. That's always my belief system. So when I work with a brand new student, that's what I focus on, to be able to get to understand who you are individually, what are your strengths, and what are your weaknesses? Because one of the ways that I teach sales is there is no sales script in my program. There is absolutely no sales script, and I think I might be the only person in this entire industry that teaches sales without a sales script. Because instead of jamming other person's words in your mouth and trying to make you regurgitate it like a parrot, right? I want you to actually develop the skill set of reading a person, understanding a person, and delivering them what they need with your own unique voice, right? And therefore, you can't do that without having the proper sales mindset, and then the skill set. So I think that is the biggest takeaway. And, and I think you did a really good job highlighting that. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I'm really doing my best here to 
I want this to be very valuable, right? I'm not just doing this just to do it, right? Like I want this to be impactful. This podcast now is at the top 1.5%. It just jumped recently, ranked globally by listen notes. So like we're we're growing and and I I I'm taking it very seriously. I mean, me doing PR, I know the power that I have of of amplified the impact of people and they can reach more people. So I'm very intentional about everything that I do, including this podcast. And that's why I, I love having people like you that I know that they they have something valuable that people can relate to. And I hope that uh, the audience can find some some value in here. I think it was it was pretty good. Like we we have some golden nuggets here and there. And um I just wanna like close this out with uh asking you like how can people find you like what's the easiest way to type on google you know what's your preferred way to get in contact you know with you my website is mtced.com that's the easiest way to find me you can find me on facebook you can also find me on youtube with the same names um and yeah i would love to have some conversations it's it's always great talking to you james you have such a wonderful friendly personality um, you know, every time we start talking, I'm like, oh, wait a second, half an hour's gone, an hour's gone, you know? Uh, so I, I really enjoyed our talk today. Uh, me too, me too. And uh, I just, the last last thoughts, that things that, that I've been saying this a lot because I really mean it. Uh, I, I learned this from Mr. Johnson and he said like, you don't get what you want, you get what you believe. And, and, and that's such a strong race for me and it goes along the lines of the mindset and that's that's a thought that i want to keep leaving people with it's not because you oh like i'm gonna manifest this because i want it no you have to believe it you have to truly believe that you're doing something good that you're gonna accomplish these things and that's why you know you prioritize mindset and that's why i wanted to leave with that that quote love it love it <laughs> thanks mark for being here and uh this is mark talukdar and foo signing off Thank you. Bye. Thanks for listening to Moments with Foo with your host, Foo. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates and we will see you on the next episode.